When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, congratulations to Gwen and Blake. They tied the knot over the weekend. Huge day for country music. So cute. Huge day for pop music. Girl, huge Girl. day for Carson Daly. Right? Because he officiated. How about that? How about that? I didn't expect it. It was just an interesting little picture. I saw Carson post on uh, Instagram. I thought, oh, look at that. Very sweet. um, Blake built a chapel on his Oklahoma property Mm. where they got married. And it didn't look like there was a lot of people at the wedding. Maybe 40? Great way to do it. I agree. Um, He is 45. She is 51. She wore a gown by Vera Wang. Uh, which was adorable. It had like a little mini skirt with tulle, and it had a she had a full veil for the ceremony. And then, of course, she had her bright red lipstick on, mm-hmm. and then she had white boots, gold bangles. She looked gorgeous. She always does. Steve, um, they their first dance was yes. to a song by an artist who you wouldn't recognize if he oh. was sitting at your dinner table. Oh no no no, Peter Peter something right? Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Yes! But I would not know. I could look straight at him. I'd have no idea what he looks like. You could look straight at him and go, Hi, hey, buddy. Hello. Are you a fan of Twin Cities Live? What line of work are you in? <laughs> Music. Oh my what are you, a grip? What are you, what are you just... A grip. <laughs> wow, okay, yeah, honestly, I'm looking at pictures of Peter Gabriel are right now. Best boy? He could be, <laughs> right. He could be in this closet with me now. That is funny. Not right? a clue. Oh, boy. Um, Love the song. So they had a DJ. They had a string quartet from Dallas. It's the Dallas String Quartet, in fact. But nice. you know who wasn't there? Who? Adam Levine. Oh, no. What? I know. I don't know what's going on. I guess uh, maybe he was in, I thought he was in Miami or something, and he was recording. So. And doing yoga. And doing yoga. He's yeah. hanging with his wife. Well, they, didn't have a, they didn't have a falling out, though, did they? I don't think so, but it just does seem a little odd that he wouldn't be there. But I'm sure he has better friends than Adam Lambert. Or Adam Levine. Uh, Oh, Adam Levine. I wish Adam Lambert was Was my friend. I wish he was singing, no. Um, I think uh, it was only 40 people because it's in their little chapel on on their property. So maybe they just had to pick and choose between family and yep that makes sense if you want to keep it small right plus good to keep it small too when you're not reliant on gifts you know like if if you really are looking for some wedding money you got to invite a lot of people you know you gotta you gotta spend money to make money 
Yes, they didn't. Did. They didn't need you to cut them a hundred dollar check. No, isn't that what you think too? Whenever somebody invites you to a wedding, you're like, all right, well, there's a hundred bucks. I never thought of it like that until mm. like somebody started, you know, said to me, "Oh, they're just inviting us for a gift grab," and I'm like, "Really?" You know what was great? We had two weddings. Uh, we had a wedding in Pennsylvania, and then we had a like an Indian India Indian uh, wedding reception. Out in California about a month later. And you know what my father-in-law, Tushar Kandabai said in the invitation? <laughs> he said, no boxed gifts, please, which is code for Cash just only. cut him a check. They're not looking for a blender. It was awesome. Oh, God. And Guys. every check you get has an extra dollar for good luck, I think it is. Oh, that's so you cute. never got $100. It was 101 Nobody does gifts where I grew up. Like, people, gifts are for the shower, Done with the gifts. Everything really? else is you hand an envelope, envelope, envelope. Oh, okay. That's totally a New Jersey mob way of doing it. Come <laughs> yeah. on, yep. Donna. I mean, you guys, I think I made, and I don't care. It was so long ago. It was like 25 years ago. I think I made $12,000 just Best, from wedding Most gifts. profitable day of your life. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Is that day? Yeah, you 12 know, grand. I um, mm. want to get married just to get the money. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that yep. terrible? Well, I think the idea is usually when you're, young in your 20s is to help you get started mm-hmm. for a down payment on a house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, it, work it. <laughs> my brother, uh, my not Josh brother, my brother Scooty. The one we never, oh, that one. Yeah, yeah Scooty, the one that we do talk about. Uh-huh. He, uh, he and his wife, they're involved in wedding photography and video. Anyway, they went to, speaking of big fancy like celebrity weddings, they went to this wedding a couple of weeks ago that they were flown, oh, I forget where, some island that they got flown to and they were covering it. They were shooting it. They were doing the video and all that. Wow. And guess who the bride walks down the aisle to live in person in real life. Michael Bolton singing oh, to her no right way. there on stage. Oh my, God. Oh my yes. gosh, is he doing weddings now? I guess. I don't think this was like Jim and Pam and Cottage Grove can call Michael Bolton. I think that it was there a was a No, no, no. I don't think there was a friend. I think there was a lot of money. A lot of money at this wedding. And so they paid what I don't know what Bolton's wedding rate is. I'm guessing it can't be less than 50 grand. I don't oh, know. I don't know. I don't wow. know. Must be nice, huh? Yeah, yeah I know. Really? You, uh, you guys have a good weekend, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice weekend. It was a nice weekend for Joey Chestnut, too. Oh, the beast. He Gross. just set he a new world record for how many hot dogs was it? Oh, my God. It's he did so 76 gross. hot dogs in 10 minutes, beating his previous world record of 75. Mm, do we have a clip? Yeah. Here we go. Okay, if I heard somebody ate six hot dogs sure. at yeah. a community event, I'd be like, what? If you Whoa. ate, if I heard, yeah, like, like my neighbor, Bill. Ate six hot dogs during an afternoon barbecue. I'd be like, "That's insane!" Oh my gosh, you sickened me. An intervention, (laughs) totally. He's doing it just for the trophy. Don, did you hear that? That the the announcer though, he is the best part of those contests. He is so 
good. Didn't you say there was a documentary about him? Yes, okay. and he seems kind of sketchy. Okay, but, <laughs> that's great. But his introductions are unparalleled in the world of sports entertainment. It's just so stinking good. How Entertainment. bloated do you think Joey Chestnut is today? I mean, that there must be so much sodium. Oh, my word. He's probably like He's... Violet in Willy Wonka. Yes, they're you know? rolling him <laughs> down the street. Mm. Yeah. By the way, you can... um. You can book Michael Bolton at bookingentertainment.com. <laughs> and uh, the price? Thank they you, don't Steve. they don't say it. It's, oh, it's, of course not. You have to call for the fee. I just want you to know. Um guys, can I just make a confession about fireworks? Yeah. I hate them. Okay. I don't like them. I don't mind community just to be clear. You know, if you're going to a park or we used to have the taste of Minnesota here or it's at Disney World. Mm. Fireworks cool. But when the neighbors start to go rogue, you know, with the illegal stuff at, Uh, you know, 1245 at night. And your dog won't go to the bathroom. Mm. Thank you. Because they're terrified of what's going on out there. I just can't Mm. handle it. Yeah. That is my confession today. And Uh, Actually, our, our confession question comes from that. Which is, Donna, you leading the way, being vulnerable as always. Thank you. Saying, I don't like fireworks. Our question is, what do you have a bah humbug issue with? Mm. Something that you're supposed to like, but you just you don't. You know, like Christmas carolers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Where did they go? Right? They, they got what scared happened? away by Donna's hate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you. Let's get it over oh, with. Oh, God. Stop ringing my doorbell. Oh. Uh, coming up at 1030 today, we will play, as we do every day, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. So stick around for that. Uh, confessions are at 1130 today. You'll have a chance to call in. We'll let you know when. You can go to the Facebook page a little while later on this morning. We'll get that question up there. When we come back, things that make you go, huh? Get this. The NBC logo is the Peacock. And they chose the Peacock to help sell more televisions. But the question would be, why would a Peacock logo help sell more televisions? Mm. We will get into that riveting piece of information when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Yeah. Hey, Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McClain, who I believe is going to be leaving us at a reasonable hour. Oh, is that true? I don't even know. I, yeah. is, is Rocco in today? I think so. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just keep our fingers crossed for you. Yes. Okay, anyway, we're glad you're here. Thank you. We have some fun facts. Things that make you go. Okay, so NBC chose the Peacock to help sell more televisions. 
why would NBC choosing the Peacock logo help sell more televisions? And to enhance the story, I'll do this. Oh, very a distant nice, guitar NBC. Um, I think I have an obvious guess. Hit me with your Avi first, I think. Um, I want to guess that this has to do with color, color TV. Okay. And Peacock is very colorful. Donna. Many different colors. Did you look at this? Feathers. I did not look anywhere. I was waiting to uh, throw my guess in when we talked this morning on the phone. Interesting. And you said, hey, been... Is that true? Yes, it pays to have been alive when this happened, I suppose. NBC created its Peacock logo in 1956 because peacocks are multicolored. RCA, remember them? Yeah, They owned NBC at the time and thought a multicolored logo might inspire people to buy their new color televisions. Hear me with you, Already did. Here is some um, the sound of a peacock. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, is that a real peacock, or is it Jason Matheson? <laughs> this is a good... Let me hear it one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a peacock. What about this? <laughs> That's a peacock. That's a peacock in The first labor. one was Jason. Is that he right? He does... Yeah, he does a really good peacock noise. Can I hear it again? Is that... Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Why did he learn that? <laughs> yeah, how does one know that they have you know this what? talent? We all have <laughs> hidden talents. Sure. Wow. Wow. I hear you. I, I mean, mean I get how it. often do you hang around a peacock to know that you can mimic them? I don't know. Maybe he spent some time at the zoo. Is he a big intern? zoo guy? Yeah. I don't know. We'll Are there a lot of them in Florida? There are peacocks in Florida? Near Disney? The Florida. Peacocks? Florida. <laughs> Rude. Rude. Florida. <laughs> you mean Donna, Florida. He does Donna go all... there on vacation at least twice a year. Yes. Florida. 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 She is very like Seinfeld's mom is how she says Florida. How... The Jersey. Man. That's not how everybody... How do you say it? Florida. The rest of, the rest of Florida. us say Florida. I also say orange. Okay. Oh, thank I didn't. You. I wasn't Orange, impersonating Florida. you. I just like to say Florida. I know. She really says it that way, though. <laughs> I, thought I really she do. Does. Yes. Yep. Florida, and you know, have you ever put on something that's orange? You know, orange. if I if I think about it before I say it, I can control it. Oh, this is like. I used any. to say coffee, and I worked with a DJ. I was his assistant. Whoa! And he'd hey. always be like coffee, so I'd always be like coffee, 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 coffee before I'd say it. Do you want a cup of coffee? She's learned to Midwest herself. Yep. That's sad. It is we sad. We like the real Donna Valentine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they want you to. They want you to make it seem like you've been born and raised in Minnesota. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. When you come to Minnesota, it was like, Steve, don't mispronounce any words. Oh, I know. I People don't want to view you as an outsider. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how, how uptight and upturned noses 
are we here as Minnesotans? Well, it's if it's like, oh, he mispronounced it, get rid of them. I know. Get I was told the same thing in Missouri from my GM who really just wanted me to stay with the company. And he was trying to tell me how awful Minnesota was. <laughs> he actually worked in this building at one point, And he's like, you'll hate it. You'll be back in six months. Oh, my God. It's oh, hilarious. Like, I don't think so. You know, here's what I always thought of the the this the the perceived snootiness that the, that I would be warned about too. If there is this Minnesotan thing of I was born here, shouldn't you be shouldn't in higher esteem those who moved and uprooted their lives and chose to live here, shouldn't we be held in higher regard? Yeah. We weren't just born here. It wasn't a birthright. We moved here. I I had faith that when I moved here everything would be okay and people wouldn't get me fired for pronouncing Anoka wrong. How'd but it it's, it's not, you know, it's more like um, Wyzetta mm-hmm. is oh. a hard one because you look at it and you go, huh? Guys, I spelled out. I used to out. say Nicolette or Nicolette. Yep. yep. And they'd be like, it's Nicolette. I just got that note Nicolette? recently. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I Nicolette. wouldn't pronounce that as Nicolette. Park Nicolette. Right. Park Same. Nicolette. Also, um, oh, 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 I, I spelled out phonetically in the teleprompter to help myself the first and only time that I had to say Matamidi on television i wrote it out i was actually practicing it in the twin cities live office like matamidai matamidai does that make sense how i've written that out yeah matamidai i did and then i got to it and i said mahatmadi <laughs> <laughs> so well you i know, will tell you guys that in do? the even in new york the goal, the goal is as a broadcaster in radio to sound midwestern sure right and whenever you're in theater they you have vocal coaching to just sound like you're from anywhere which is a midwest right yes that's the goal yeah i have something fun to tell you really fun talking to you guys thanks if you don't include super bowls the biggest delivery day in domino's pizza history was on this day the day that this historic event happened not necessarily good history but it was an historic day care to guess Domino's best day ever besides the Super Bowl was the day of the the um, Berlin Wall coming Go back down. to the mid-90s. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, people were plowing pizza watching the Berlin Wall. Um, it was not the Super Bowl, you said, right? Not the Super Bowl. Besides the Super Bowl, the biggest delivery day in Domino's pizza history was on this day. The year was 1994. 94, 94. What happened in 94? I have it in The month was June. June of 94. Okay, so it could be the Olympics. Could be... This is hard. We're going to need a, a little bit more because we're running out of time. June 94, um, an event that has been featured in both a television documentary and a television limited run drama series. Iconic thing that happened that day that everyone was watching you couldn't stop watching it oh oj bam got it OJ, donna yes oh, took me a minute yep Woo! the oj simpson bronco chase in yep. june of 94 like let's get some pizza and watch this yeah man what do you think this is again in two sides you want cheese or you want sausage you cheese i i uh yeah just cheese is fine could you imagine working at domino's what's going on they probably weren't watching the tv that day they didn't have the internet our phones are blowing up. We're having a great day. People finally made the switch to Domino's. <laughs> they had they no clue what was before? happening. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. And now we dance. 6,420 people worldwide die every hour. Oh. 16,000 are born. Oh. Thanks, Steve.
The population grows 10,000 people every hour. I'm You're welcome. Scared. Should be. It's overcrowded. Uh, I'm going to go. No, no we've got stuff to talk about. Uh, I'm done with that uh, sex life on Netflix. Yeah, I think so. Dawn, okay. you saw someone at the lagoon. Got to talk about that. And Steve, you saw something at Chanhassen. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back. For listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Well, guys, everybody has been talking about that sex life show on Netflix. I believe it's on Netflix. Does that sound right? Yes, it is. So I watched three and a half episodes. And of how many? How many are I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe eight. Okay. I watched one. Okay, well, you need to get to episode three. Well, that's what I heard. <laughs> and then you can quit. Okay. Um, this is porn. Yeah. Yeah, this is like soft pornography, and it is not good. Okay. It's not a good show. I, I was encouraged because I thought the actress wasn't bad, so I'm like, I'm going to give this a shot. I obviously have had to... Do other things like watch RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah, which is that. more important to me. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. The acting isn't horrible. It's like soap opera acting. It's very lifetime television for women. Yeah. It's that. It's super cheesy. Um, beautiful people. I mean, if you just want to look at beautiful people having sex, then. Oh, sure. Great. Um, but I got to episode three and something happened that. First of all, you get to see this full frontal. Yeah. Um, that is like nothing I've seen before. Um, ah. oh. <laughs> so I had friends over yesterday. Is this like a 70s situation or what? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. It's just a very, very. Um, mm-hmm. I can guess. Yeah. So I had friends over yesterday and I'm a little embarrassed to say I was telling them about the show and I'm like, here, let's just put it on. I'll get to the episode. I oh, paused. What kind of friends are these? <laughs> this girlfriends feels creepy. I don't like group watch of. I mean, you, let's look at. Yeah, I, this makes me feel very uncomfortable. I was just describing it to them and I said, OK, you got to go it. turn it on. And then I paused it and I'm like, well, and then we were trying to decide whether it was real or fake. I'm like, no, that's fake. And they're like, I don't know, because it wouldn't blah, 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 oh if it was God. fake. And oh I'm like, God. yeah, but that can't be real. Huh. Anyway. It wouldn't make a trumpet sound? What? Like, <laughs> like an elephant? What are we talking here? <laughs> it, is, it is like really, really. Yeah. Extreme? Yeah. I don't really feel like I need to see that. Yeah, you I'm just like, described yeah, it. You know, whatever. So after that, um, then something happens where I'm like, okay, now I'm out. This is so dumb. I don't want to give anything away in case anybody You're does really want to watch that. it. Yeah, not giving things away. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> you think she's good at that? Don't? I try to be. Yeah, yeah. she's really good at, at talking about a show, I think, or a movie, and not 
spoiling things. Steve's bitter because at one that, time I accidentally oh, no. said something as a joke, <laughs> yep. not, and I forgot that it really did happen. Oh, yeah, and it actually <laughs> happened, Dawn, in a quiet place. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and I go, oh, don't worry. Blank I happens some, at the end. Yeah. I was like, what? No, oh. in the beginning, I think I said. Or, or no, did it? No, it was at the end. Oh, uh, whatever, part one. Whatever yeah. it is, I was saying it as a joke and then going, oh, wait, that really did happen. Oh. Yeah. You know, like you walk out of like a Rocky movie and the people who are waiting in line, you want to be like, oh, man, I can't believe he died. Except she said, I can't believe he died. And guess what? He died. And then she's like, no, no, that wasn't really it. And I thought, I, I bet that's that. really it. And then at the end of the, and then the whole time, I'm just waiting for it to happen. <laughs> and then when it happens, I allow it to sort of in reverse impact the way that I viewed the movie. You sure. know, like, oh, I saw I'm it coming sorry. the whole time. It's fine. I feel like you haven't forgiven me. I feel like you might be right. And I need to, <laughs> and I, that's a me problem. And I got to work on All right. it. Anyway. Hey, that hey, was man. fun. Um, so, sex life. Here's, here's the other problem I have with it. First of all, I mean, like, something happens between these two best friends where I'm like, all right, I'm out. I, this is so cheesy and so uh, gratuitous that I am not dealing with this anymore. But it feels like there are these women in their 40s who are acting like they're in their 20s. They're like overly horny. It's just really. <laughs> oh, God. It's just not good. Aww. So if you ask, stream it or skip it, I'm going to say skip it. This is great. You saved me from even having to go on my diatribe. This is wonderful. I don't... Okay, so I don't... Since I've only watched one episode, um, her complaint is that her husband is great, except... Like, he's the perfect guy, except she wants to have a certain type of sex life that she's not getting anymore. Because she's not 25 anymore. But then she sort of starts dabbling and trying to look up her ex boyfriend and i thought that was really um i thought it was really crappy okay to so put that out there i'm like don't nobody should be doing this well i don't think you she mean was because it would suggest up. it it would suggest it and then you're like oh okay so now you're gonna look him up now you might call him now you might go down down that road and i just don't think that anybody should be yes it's a story but i was just disappointed and like be more mature get through it so go to counseling it's more in her head She's yeah. thinking about him all the time. Yeah, let's because not do now that. she's a mom. She's got a an infant. She's got like a three year old, and she's thinking about her life before having to be a grown up. Yeah, right? she doesn't like. She's kind of ta- taking all of it and putting it on one person. And so I she starts blogging. What happens is she starts. She writes a, a writes diary. in a journal. Yeah. He reads it. He starts using it as a manual and starts basically trying to do all the things that he thinks that she wants. Then the guy starts looking up the ex-boyfriend. Mm. Oh. And it's just and it's just ridiculous. It's so Is it as dumb. Ridiculous as Bridgerton? Yes. Oh, I never saw Bridgerton. I've so. only watched two episodes of Bridgerton. Um, and I know a lot of people like Bridgerton. I'm just saying, I know a lot of people were attracted to it because of the sex. There is so much. I bet I bet there's as much or more sex in this. Yeah. Every single episode, there's some like crazy sex scene. 
And it it's just like, yeah. feels like, okay, I feel like you're talking down to me. Yes, girl. You Isn't know, it's it tough like, to think of the filmmakers, too, or the people behind it as, like, not being secretly perverted in their approach to that. Yes. Of, like, I'm getting these hot actors to, like, fake do it in front of me. Yes. I don't know. I just wouldn't be super <laughs> trusting in that environment. And that goes back oh. to somebody who un... I'm forgetting the name of the person who was um, talking about Game of Thrones and how some... I don't know if it was a big wig at HBO or on Game of Thrones, but it was like, add that scene, add it for like the horny guys out there who will keep watching if we keep giving them that. And right. I'm like, Right, and this seems to be about, targeted uh, towards a certain demographic yes. of women. Yes, yeah. who are super, super sexual. And it's just, it just feels, it could be, it could be a demographic thing. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah, you don't, here's the other thing that I'm thinking of, how you're talking about the producers and the directors. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the actresses, and I'm like, why are you doing this? Listen. Why? You're a decent actress. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, I have thoughts about all of that kind of stuff and how it just sort of furthers the, if we're really trying to like move through things and view each other with dignity, doesn't this just further sexually objectify one another? Pick your poison, whatever show it is, it probably objectifies somebody different. It's usually women. Who are objectified, right? I mean, I'm not breaking news yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Don, so you don't, Don, you don't like that it is planting a seed in the mind of the yeah. viewer? I think, yes. Is that what you mean? Because I think that, like, I, I don't mean to be like puritanical here, but I think there might be a lot of women out there who struggle with a boring sex life and they have kids and they've moved out to the suburbs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just feel like, why are we leading them down a wrong path i don't have those thoughts i don't have this problem right but i think maybe there are a lot of women i i don't know but because i've never been married i'm right. fulfilled and all that kind of right. stuff but it just seems like they want to like feel hot in- again and it's like why are you making that a priority or yeah and there's got to be so much more going on and then there. well and think of the destruction that slowly would happen to like committed relationships if you were planting the scene seed or making it seem enticing rekindling a mental flame with an old crush or a past person because all you do i know that donna you've argued before like this is happening just in your mind but imagine if this secret fantasy and i will i will go puritanical on it i'm pastor patterson that's what they expect <laughs> we'll give you uh we'll give you 30 65 seconds, seconds. <laughs> But imagine like that hidden thought. That's why I think it's so important what, that we are taking captive the thoughts in our head, that we are not just being led about by whatever thought is in there. We need to be monitoring that and figuring out what is fertile ground, What's what leads toward meaning? a, yes, and what leads toward a beautiful life and the things that are good in life. Because if you put that in your head and you think it's just happening in private, it's not hurting the other person. Let's think about how it would hurt the other person if right before the moment you said, hey, by the way, I'm thinking of Brenda. <laughs> That's what's happening actually in your head. And so if that feels yucky, that means we need to get that yucky thought out of our head. And yeah, I just used the word yucky twice when talking to adults about that. I don't care. (laughs) I get it. I just don't care. But then on the flip side of that, can I just say this? Sure. Feelings are feelings, right? Like if you go and talk to a counselor Uh and you, let's just say you have a bad feeling about somebody like, um, and then let's say it's like a a relative. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you go, oh, I feel so bad for saying it. The therapist would tell you, you're allowed to feel what you feel. You're Mm -hmm. not acting on that feeling. Feeling something is like 
feeling is different, though, than fostering it. Having a thought, you have a gazillion thoughts that come into your head every day, and then you get to choose which ones are beneficial, figuring out what your values are in life, which ones are beneficial to foster, which plants should I water, so to speak. So I get it. Thoughts come in, and you have to figure out. That's why I'm saying you got to like take some of those captive and be like, nope, that's not good. That's not healthy. That doesn't benefit me my marriage, fill in the other blanks, relationships with friends, because you have crappy thoughts about your friends, you have good thoughts about your friends. You have crappy thoughts about your spouse, you have good thoughts about your spouse. And you can't just be like thrown about by those feelings. So I, I hear what you're saying, but that that's different than what you choose to dwell on and feed. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes I'll you have that, to learn okay. that through counseling. They will do cognitive behavioral therapy with you. <laughs> not, that, uh, not that I know anything about no. that. No. So I've been told. I've been told. Oh this. my gosh, you guys, this is a uh, this is really really. But good, if you like talk. the show, we're not shaming you to watch it. If it's just fun and it's not like you know teaching you how to run your sex life, great. Yeah. But it's cheesy. Okay. Sure. So we spent the whole time talking about sex. I never even got to the Chan Hassan uh, dinner theater where I did not have any sort of uh, sex. I should just say that on Friday, but it was there. How about when we come back and if you see something, say something. I saw something that was so great um, on Friday. So I'll tell you about that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show right here on my talk. One oh seven one. Everything entertainment. People have called us, which I always thought was really cool. Our show, they've called it the BTS of my talk. Mm, I've heard that. Go, yeah. amazing, isn't it? What do you think really? it means? Um, um, Compliment. Yes, the, uh, they can't people, understand us. They when can't we talk. understand us. <laughs> okay, but but it's fun we're speaking our own language. But yeah. occasionally Her there are a few songs that are in English. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. I got that. Okay, oh, okay, that's good. I got that. All right, let's do this. Hey, okay. if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party, party tonight. tonight. <laughs> you know, I saw something. I saw something on Friday, and it was great. I saw the music man at Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. Oh, it was their first time. It was their grand reopening of the main stage. The Music Man was uh, officially started in February, late February. I think like the 28th of 2020. Talk about crappy timing. 2020, they oh, start. Two weeks right. later, they have to shut it down. And remember how Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters does it, too. They do these long, extended runs, you know? And so that whole cast was probably so excited, launching a show, ready to go six or eight months, whatever it might have been. And then shut down two weeks in. Uh, They brought back, I believe, the majority. They tried to just bring back as many of those original cast members as they could, whose schedule still permitted. Even some of the kids who had auditioned more or less a couple of years ago and were a couple of years older. And, you know, they're, you know, growing up right in front of your very eyes. But they were able to get these kids to come back so that they, having experienced this high of getting cast in their first ever Chan Hassan dinner theater production, and then it goes on this really long hiatus. Well, they were back. I took my daughter and my my wife. My wife and I had long been wanting to take our daughter, who's really interested in theater, and it was just so fun to be able to take her. Let me tell you this. I knew nothing about The Music Man. Nothing at all. I knew that there was a song, 76 Trombones, but I didn't know 
how it went or anything like that. So I knew nothing about it and how beautiful an experience it is being in a theater production or a movie when you go in having not seen the trailer and you don't know what direction it's going or what's going to happen. It was so fun. And I have to tell you, have you both seen The Music Man? No, I get it confused with the producers. Okay. Yes. Different. You, you've seen it, Don, yeah, right? Yeah, 76 trombones. Bones in the big beret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, the opening song, I don't even know what it's called. I don't know. But you know, it's just so great when a musical starts with a bang. And the first song was, it was so cool. And it was unlike any other song that I had really seen in a musical before. It was just so fun and sort of sets the tone for the whimsy and just the kind of humor that you were going to get throughout. And essentially, The Music Man is about this con man who just goes town to town. He goes there, really knows nothing about music, and then proceeds to win the town over on here's why you need to buy into all the stuff that I'm selling you. It was really, really enjoyable, and my daughter had a great time there, and it just felt so cool. Like when the when the cast came out on stage at the end and took a bow, they spoke to uh, the audience members, and it was just... I think everybody felt like they were corporately a part of something, just Aww. being back the first night. And I tell you, the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters remains my favorite place to see a show. Now, I will grant you, it's 10 minutes away from where I live, and so that's great. Oh, yeah. That's helpful. But when you go in, and it's free parking, you sit down, you get dinner. I was explaining to my daughter, who's 11. They're going to bring us dessert at intermission. They're going to take our order for dessert. The lights are going to come up, and they're going to bring you a giant piece of chocolate cake, bigger than you've ever seen. It's just I just love the whole hmm. flow of the evening. Don, I've seen a show with you there before against my it's will. It's great. It's great. I love it. I think the size of the theater is perfect. Yes, I, I agree. I just think it's very warm. Yeah, I, cozy, right? Yeah, and it's kind of old school, you yes. know? Yes. You feel like you're at a supper, supper club. club. Yes. yes. Oh my God, you're my best friend. I think that is not accurate. Uh, okay. Um, okay, so good. Yeah. How many Garys? I would give it five Garys. I, I loved love it. it. Okay. And the, the opening number really won me over too. It's just so fun. Okay, good to know. Got to put it on the list, Steve. Oh no, uh, Donna. Don, can you tell us what this story is? Sure. Okay. So, um, did you find someone's cell phone? Yes, this happened this weekend. I've um babysitting Jason's dog, so I was down in the North Loop, and um, we found a cell phone, okay, just outside of the condos where Jason lives. Oh. MC was with me. He's like, a cell phone. And so we picked it up. We're <laughs> like, oh, phone. no, a cell, someone's cell phone. Yeah. And people park along this certain area a lot, so we're like, just found it on the sidewalk, really. And so it had 2% battery left. Oh, oh God. And we're no. like, oh, no. And is it even going to be unlocked? It was unlocked. <gasps> So no. we called the last person on the call list who called that person, whose name was Holly. Hey, Holly. And she's like, oh, that's my husband. She goes, did you find your phone? And uh-huh. and MC's like, uh, uh, no, but I found this person's phone. So he's like, but it has 2% battery left. So let me give you my number really quick. So they oh, good thinking, MC. information. Apparently it was her husband's cell phone. He was at a bar called The Nightcap. Um, and he, somebody had stolen his phone. He told us a great story when we met him. His friends were, he was driving his motorcycle, so he had some Cokes and one beer. So his friends were sitting at the table. They were so wasted that somebody came up and just stole the cell phone off the table in front of them. And he's oh like, my where's gosh. my cell phone? And they're like, ah. That guy so, stole um, so he came to meet us, and he was such a nice guy. And here's the thing. He doesn't do anything on his phone, just like Donna. He doesn't do any banking. (laughs) 
Donna, he doesn't do any banking. He doesn't do any any information about himself because he's afraid to have oh, information. Oh, yeah. see, that paid but off. what he wanted was, he goes, I don't mean to get personal, but my son actually died by suicide a couple oh of years gosh. ago, and these are the only pictures on this phone. He doesn't know how to put them on the cloud, he goes, that are in this phone, so it's so oh important gosh. for me to have it back. Oh, my god! And we're, like, so touched. He's like, can I pay you? And we're like, absolutely not. So he's like, thank you so much. You're great people. He drives away. He honks at us and he cranks up the opening theme to your show. That's the song he's listening to. Big and rich, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Yes, and he honks at us, and I was like, ah! He doesn't even understand the connection. The connection. I was. I'm like, well, that's good people I know, and this was a good person, and I was like, I can't wait to tell Don and Steve. That's awesome. That is fantastic. You're good Samaritans. Oh, and really smart thinking of MC too. This is at two percent. Here's my number. Yeah. Because once that phone dies it actually went from two to one percent while they were talking no no because well, when that sucker reboots iPhone? you can't get in oh is that oh yeah because then you need it's the code now oh, yeah wow. Yeah. wow oh here he is no no no, no I'm here not. he is no Go i'm gonna ahead. give it a rest no i'm gonna your, give my owen wilson a rest for do your meow. a little bit do it yeah <laughs> don't forget about cat video festival tickets they go on sale thursday you guys in this two is going to be our first oh big God. event back with you guys. We're really excited. We want everybody to come out. I know. It's brought to you by us, My Talk 1071 and the St. Paul Saints. It's going to happen on August 12th. That is a Thursday night. It's presented by First Equity and Champion Pet Foods. Um, you could see a segment from America's Funniest Home Videos on the Cat Video Reel. You got to get your, uh, is it the, the deadline pass? For uh, getting your cat videos to us? Ooh, um, I'm not sure. Well, good. Here's what you do. website, it'll tell you. Just, yeah, just use keyword cat if you can't find it over at mytalk1071.com. We still doing the kissing booth there, I heard. I believe so. Only French kissing. Open mouth, <laughs> yep. And it's, yep, a buck kiss. Raising money for a good cause. God. Uh, Dawn, why don't you get the sure, hell yeah. out of here? Okay. Get out of here. You I bring... really do get to leave. I Rocco, think so. yeah, you get to I leave mean, not, now. I, yeah, Rocco's right. back. All right, so uh, we've got Rocco with a dirt alert coming right up, and then uh, we'll tell you about Britney Spears' manager. Uh,